0: This bulletin, the Minister for Indigenous Australians, says anti-voice campaign underpinned by an attempt to mislead voters. The Australian government expected to remove all remaining refugees and asylum seekers from Nauru. And Donald Trump leaves court after pleading not guilty to all 37 federal charges. The Minister for Indigenous Australians, Linda Burney, has accused those opposing the voice to Parliament of adopting a Donald Trump-style approach to politics. Ms Burney made the comments in a speech to the Committee for Economic Development of Australia at Parliament House. She says the anti-voice campaign is underpinned by an attempt to mislead voters. Friends, I fear that the No campaign are importing American-style Trump politics to Australia. At the heart is a post-truth approach to politics. Its aim, its aim is to polarise people and, to, and its weapon of choice is mis- Information. In the meantime, the opposition leader, Peter Dutton, said that the Australian public is not ready for the Indigenous voice to Parliament. Speaking at the Committee for Economic Development of Australia, State of the Nation lunch, Mr Dutton says the federal government has failed to outline details of the proposed voice to the Australian public. This comes after new polling data released on Monday from a resolved strategic poll for nine newspapers shows support for the Indigenous Voice fell below a majority for the first time, dropping from 53 to 49%. This was the third consecutive month that voters had swung against the proposal in the organization's polling. Mr Dutton says he believes this support will deteriorate further. We have a situation where I don't think the public is ready for the voice and I don't think it's been properly explained. Uh, The slide is obvious and you've now seen uh, the no, take over the yes in numbers and I think it will deteriorate further. I don't care how many people come out in support of the voice from sporting codes or publicly listed companies or churches or anything else. The Australian public wants the detail and this is the crucial point. By design, the Prime Minister has taken a decision not to provide the detail. Refugee advocates say the federal government is expected to remove all remaining refugees and asylum seekers from Nauru by the end of the month. Those currently on the island have been told there will be no further support for them after June thirtieth, and say they expected to be moved to Australia before then. It's been over 10 years since offshore processing restarted on the Pacific Island nation. There are about a dozen people left on the island with the government progressively transferring people from Nauru to Australia over the last six months. Refugee Action Coalition spokesman Ian Rintoul says this is the Australian government, in effect, involved in another round of people trafficking. People came to Australia seeking protection. They were shifted to Manus and, uh, and Nauru, held offshore, told that they would never come to uh, come to Australia. Um, now, in the final stages of Nauru, they're being told, you know, we are transferring you to Australia, but we're not going to give you a you know a permanent visa. It, it is. Just one more indication of the uh, very arbitrary way in which uh, refugees and asylum seekers have been treated by successive Australian governments. Anthony Albanese says Australia needs to seize the opportunity to become a global leader in renewable energy. Mr Albanese spoke at the Committee for Economic Development of Australia's State of the Nation conference in Canberra. His talk focused on Australia's chance to emerge as a global superpower when it comes to green energy solutions to the climate crisis. The Prime Minister says the energy transition is an opportunity for significant economic growth that, that Australians couldn't afford to miss. Renewable energy helps the environment. It means lower bills for households and lower input costs for business. It also presents a defining opportunity for economic growth. The chance for Australia to be a renewable energy superpower. Guaranteeing our energy security reinforces our economic sovereignty. It gives us the opportunity to supply the economies of our region with green energy, strengthening our trade partnerships. Donald Trump has pleaded not guilty to all 37 federal charges laid against him over the alleged mishandling of classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago home in Florida is facing his first federal indictment for the retention of classified documents and conspiracy to hide them with a top aid from the government and his own lawyers. The former U.S. president has left a Miami court after making the plea, taking a quick pit stop at a Miami bakery where he met with his supporters. Both fans and condemners of Mr. Trump rallied outside the court, which was closed to cameras and live broadcasts. This Miami resident, Osmani Estrada, says it's a historic day. A former American president is being indicted. Uh, the judge representing is, the, well, at least the judge in the indictment is a Cuban American judge. So, I mean, that's history in the making, right? In a city like Miami. So, I believe in, in democracy. I, really, I believe in the institution of democracy. Without faith in the constitution of democracy, it's not democracy. Police in the United Kingdom say a man has been arrested on suspicion of murder after three people were found dead and three others injured on the street in the central English city of Nottingham. The three sustained their injuries following an attempt to run them over with a van. They are now being treated in hospital. Detectives say they're keeping an open mind about the motive for the linked incidents, adding that counter-terrorism officers were working on the investigation. Two of those killed were students from one of the city's universities. A 31-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of murder and detectives said they were not looking for anyone else. A witness says the incident was terrifying. There was two people turning the corner. He went straight in to these uh, two people. The woman went on the curb. Uh, The man went up in the air. It was such a bang. I wish, to, I, wish I never saw it, because it's really shaped me up. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization's Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says the support the alliance is providing to Ukraine is making a difference on the battlefield. With the counter offensive officially launched, Ukraine's military has reclaimed several villages in the country's south. But Russian President Vladimir Putin says Ukrainian forces have suffered catastrophic losses in the process. Speaking at an open meeting with military journalists and bloggers, Mr Putin said Ukraine has lost hundreds of armored vehicles while he says Russia had only lost 54 of its tanks in the fighting. In a meeting with United States President Joe Biden, NATO Secretary-General Jen Stoltenberg said Ukraine is making progress with these advances. It's still early days, but what we do know is that the more land the Ukrainians are able to liberate, um, uh, the, 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 the stronger hand they will have at the negotiating table, and also the more likely it will be that President Putin at some stage will understand that he will never win this war or aggression uh, on at the battle on the battlefield a junior doctor a husband and a wife are among the victims so far identified after 10 wedding guests were killed in one of australia's worst bus crashes in decades the bus was returning guests from a wedding reception at one Dean estate winery in lovedale to singleton where when it overturned at around 11:30 p.m on sunday Guests have travelled from Melbourne, Queensland, Byron Bay and Sydney to attend the event, which turned from a day of celebration into tragedy. And in sport, Nick Kyrgios' tennis comeback has ended with defeat. The 28-year-old returned to action after seven months out with a knee injury, but pain and mobility issues contributed to a 7-5-6-3 defeat by China's Ye Bing Wu. The two were participating in the first round of the Stuttgart Open, with their match lasting just 68 minutes. While his serve was firing well, despite four double faults, Kyrgios appeared reluctant to chase balls around the court and by the end was visibly troubled by his knee. During the changeover after the third game of the second set, Kyrgios could be overheard saying to his team, I feel my knee every point. I can't walk without pain. He then put his head in his hands the world number 25 soldiered on and did not call for the trainer but continued to look troubled and hobbled off after the march and now having a look at the weather around the country Broome sunny 30 degrees perth showers 19 Adelaide the shower 217 melbourne possible shower 15 hobart partly cloudy 15 albury Wodonga cloudy 12 Canberra partly cloudy 11 degrees wollongong wind easing 17 degrees, Sydney, sunny 18, Newcastle, sunny day 20 degrees, Brisbane, sunny as well in the top of 25, Townsville, partly cloudy 26, Cairns, mostly sunny 29, Alice Springs, sunny and 20 degrees, Darwin, sunny 33, and the of Strait Islands, mostly cloudy day ahead in the top of 29 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News.